Hey, Mama, do you find yourself asking, am I preparing her enough when it comes to raising your teen girl? The moms I have asked have agreed their number one worry is whether they have prepared their teen girl enough for the world. You may be asking, just like them, questions like these. Are they capable of making the right decisions? Do they know how to say no to peer pressure? Are they responsible enough for social media? Do they know who they can go to when they're being bullied? Or are they equipped with the right tools to navigate life? These are all questions that can cause a mom to ball up and want to hold their daughter really, really tight and never let go. Believe me, it's not like I've ever been there, right? (laughs) Relax, mama. Today, we are going to talk about three ways you can know if you are preparing your teenage daughter for the world. Hey mama, welcome to Raising Her Confidently. Do you wanna have open communication with your teen daughter? Do you find yourself constantly thinking about how to talk to your teen or why your girl is not opening up to you? Do you wake up with confident intentions only to feel confused and frustrated when all you get are one-word answers from your daughter again? Hey, I'm Jeannie. I too was a mom raising young teens. I too felt grieved by the loss of my sweet, talkative little girl. I wanted her to come to me about anything, even if she was scared, and listen to my advice. But I kept thinking, she won't listen to me, and I don't know how to approach her until I found tools to create open communication. In this podcast, you will find how to connect and talk to your team and create a safe space for her to go to so that you will have that close relationship you dreamed of. Go grab your glass of Merlot and throw off those fuzzy slippers let's dig in together. Hey, I wanted to share reviews that I get on this podcast because it pleases my heart to hear back from mamas like you about how raising her confidently is helping them. Here's one from non-toxic mom. If you are a mom of a preteen teen girl, don't miss this podcast. You will get strategies and lots of gold nuggets wrapped into these short episodes. And don't forget to join the community. See you there. Thank you so much, Non-Toxic Mom. And the community she's talking about is our mom community of mom of tween teen girls, where we're all gathered there, encouraging, laughing, and hearing each other's struggles when it comes to raising our tween teen girl. And if you want to come and join us, you can join us at Linktree forward slash Jeannie Baldomero. That's L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E forward slash Jeannie Baldomero. See you there. It's the age old question mamas ask ourselves, are we preparing her enough? Now that can mean a couple of things. Are we preparing her enough to make the right choices or in the world, right? Or it could also mean, are we preparing her enough to get through the type of experiences that we as mamas went through as teenagers, because we can give hindsight wisdom, right? And those are the types of things we ask ourselves when we're raising our tween teen girl. Are we preparing her enough for this world, right? We have these ideas of shielding our kids from the wrongs and the evils of this world, or even the tough situations that we may have come across ourselves as teenagers that we want our girls to avoid altogether, right? If we, can, if we can help her avoid these struggles or challenges and mistakes, then they're golden, right? <laughs> your heart for your girl is really to keep her safe, help her make the right choices, and really stick up for herself. 
You really want her to be strong and know who she is. Isn't that what every mom wants for their daughters? I know I do. So when in their teen years, topics that you've tried to help guide your daughter as a child through and impart your values to help shape their character, and in the teen years when they start to get pushed up against, honestly, mama, this is where we get to see whether the the seeds have been planted, do they need to be watered more, or do they need to be groomed, trimmed, weeded, right? Teen years to me is really a playing field for us to see how our child, how our daughter is playing out what we have given them in the childhood years, years of investment in in shaping them into the characters of, of who we want them to be, which is for me, a good citizen, contributing, loving citizen in this world, right? And what does that look like for us when we see in the teenage years that Maybe there are some things that are being pushed up against that challenge us as parents. Panic, the panic feeling when you feel some of the choices your daughter is making and you just want to shake them and said, this is not what I taught you. (laughs) Or maybe you're left in the dark only to assume the worst. As you're observing your daughter making these choices, you can only sometimes go there and assume the worst for your daughter. I totally get that. There were times when I was caught off guard by one of my kids and what they have said or done, and I would freak out, then question whether or not I'm preparing them well. Well, rest assured, Mama, you are not alone here. So how do you know if you are preparing your daughter for the world? Grab a pen and a notebook and write these down. Ready? First, focus on what is right over what is wrong. Now, I know that we are human and we can only focus on some of the wrong things or things that conflict with what we believe in, uh, making those wrong choices that we can see a few steps ahead of them that where this is going to take them. Instead of doing that, why don't we focus what they're doing right? What are our expectations about our, of, of our girls? And are they doing those things right? When we can focus on what is right, the wrong things seem to not be a focal point for us, mama. It's not the focal point that causes relationship breakdown because we are so hyper-focused on what they are doing wrong and what they are choosing wrong instead of focusing on what is right. What are they doing right? And let's focus that. When we do that, it helps us level set our expectations for our daughter, right? We're not hyper-focused on the nitpicking of the things that they're doing. We talked about this in another episode. When we are so hyper-focused on the problem, on the struggle, on the conflict, what happens is we start to now, instead of widening our guardrails to allow them to make these choices, we actually close it on them and they're suffocating and we're suffocating and we're not allowing them to truly grow, right? So... What can you focus on that is that they're doing right over what they're doing wrong? Number two, we are their coach. Remember that coaching role we talked about in episode 14? And if you've missed that, go ahead and go back to episode 14. I break down what the coach role as mama in the teen years look like. We're the rock, right? We're the ones that 
know what's ahead. We plan, we make the game plan, and they get to go ahead and choose to play the game, right? We are their guides. We help them bridge the decisions they're making with with what should, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say should, what they need to be making, right? And what does the coaching role look like? Empathetic listening. Do you understand where she is now? I think about a time where my daughter will just make these blatant statements. And it to me, it sounds true, right? <laughs> like TikTok, for instance, we've gone over lots of the guidelines and boundaries with social media. And she is allowed to be on TikTok. I know that's a controversy for some people, but she is also 16. And I also know realistically social media is around and it's during their time. But, you know, what we can do instead is teach them how to be responsible with that, right? Okay, so I'm off my soapbox on that. So she is on TikTok and she does, you know, pick up on some influential things and uh, some mindsets that may go against what we believe as a family and one day, uh, I actually we went to a craft store where they sold beads and they just happened to have crystals there. And my daughter, her eyes were wide open and she was just amazed about the amount of crystals that were available. Uh, she was infatuated by them because she had seen on TikTok how she just learned about what crystals can represent through TikTok. This was something that I was very curious about. I, I just listen to understand why she was so infatuated with these crystals. And um, she really wanted to buy some because of what they she felt they represented at the time. So this led to me to be genuinely curious about where she heard it, <clears throat> why she believes in it. And instead of shutting it down and saying, we don't believe in that stuff, you know, I just listened allowed her to explore that because I know during this season as a teen, when teenagers are trying to be independent, trying to be their their own person, they are open to a world that they likewise haven't noticed, right? And so they're more open to understanding and exploring things that are that they see, things that are of high influence be curious and want to explore. So as a mama, yes, my heart would be like, you know, this is something, you know, that we don't believe in. This is something that I think that can definitely uh, veer her in a direction that we wouldn't want for her. But at the same time, we also understand this teen stage is very explorative. And if I understand that it's explorative, then there are some things that I just need to remain curious about. And know that this is a season that they will grow through and grow out of, right? So this is your permission, mom, to pick and choose what exactly do you want to battle with. Instead, peak curiosity, learn to understand where they're at, and that they will eventually grow out of this, okay? And when necessary, you can impart wisdom in guiding them at that one thing, right? impart wisdom at guiding them at that one thing when necessary. So for the example I told you about the crystals, I didn't have to impart any wisdom. I just had to let it play out. So is she into crystals now? No. She thought they were pretty. She at one time believed they might have had some supernatural powers to them. 
But over time, she decided, no, it wasn't something that she wanted to pursue. And it was uh, a trendy thing that she let go of, right? So mama, be rest assured, that is okay. Your coaching role is to simply to listen empathetically, genuinely curious, and really understand where they're at and impart wisdom when necessary of that one thing, right? We're not going to give them a whole lecture about why it's so bad, how this affects your faith, and what is it telling other people that you're exploring this? So we don't need all that, right? That was not necessary in this case for my daughter. And utilize help, right? When we're thinking about, am I preparing my daughter enough? Are you also utilizing help? What I mean by that is, does she have a community of mentors in her life that can also speak into her life? Mama, preparing her also means that you do not need to be the only voice in her life. I'll say that one more time. Preparing her doesn't mean that you need to be the only voice in her life. And are you okay with that? Now, of course, we have to discern the type of voices that speak into our daughter's life. So think about who is already in their life. What adult is already in their life that you can trust to be a voice in her life? For me, it was her youth pastor, her ballet uh, directors, and a few close friends that I trust that have been a part of her life since she was young. That's it. It doesn't have to be a huge uh, tribe, you know, surrounding her, nor does it have to be an awkward relationship that she has no ties with, right? What I'm saying is utilize the relationships of the people that are already in her life instead of trying to reach out to somebody who you think is ideal, but has no relation to your daughter at all. And that's, that's awkward right there, right? So just think about who... What adults in her life do you already trust to have a relationship with her? And if you've heard of people in her life that have a big influence, get to know them. Wouldn't you want to know the voices that are speaking upon your daughter? For us, it was her ballet directors. They were a pertinent part of her life, spent a good amount of time because she's a like I said, if you have missed some of the episodes, she's a, a trained a ballet trained dancer and she spends a lot of time in the studio with her ballet directors. For us, it was a no brainer for us to get to know who they were and spend some time outside of the ballet studio to understand, you know, who they were, what they believed in and the type of character they they are. And so we're, that's the intentionality that my husband and I do when it comes to understanding who in her life, what adults in her life um, have made a huge impact on her, speak into her life more frequently. And if we don't know them, we want to get to know them. And again, the question is, are you okay with not being the only voice in her life? And that's okay, mama. You know, it's less exhausting when that happens. And when you have other people who are on the same page as you when it comes to raising your daughter, they can be a megaphone for you. And you don't always have to be the bad guy, right? That's always against what she thinks is fun or always against what she thinks she wants to do. 
when there are other people uh, reiterating the lessons, the guidance that you're giving her, right? And how awesome is that? Because you don't become the bad guy. You actually just become uh, a person that really cares, right? Your mom. And how great is that for your relationship to not be the only one voice that is guiding her? So mamas, let's recap. Focus on what is right over wrong. You are the coach. Just remember your coaching role and utilize help. Who are those mentors that have she already has relationships with? So what do you do with this information? Well, grab that journal you've been writing in. I want you to brainstorm. What are some essentials you are looking for? What are some things that she's doing right? What are the choices that you are like, yes, keep going in that direction? Whether it's her friends, her choice in friends, or her responsibility for making sure she gets her schoolwork done. Or maybe it's her ability to stand up for herself and refuse to get in the middle of drama. Maybe she's really good at that. Find something she's really good at and she's doing right and celebrate that. What do you believe your daughter can handle now, right? So challenging her a little bit. What do you think your daughter can handle now? What I mean by that is when you can recognize, well, my daughter can handle this choice, even if I don't quite understand it, she can handle working through those choices and coming out of it being okay, right? And what does your daughter need help with? Does she need help with navigating through a choice that she's made and is now realizing maybe that wasn't the best choice? Does she need help with that? Who in your circle or her circle can you recruit for help? What this this really means is who can you be intentional with? Which relationships would you like to be intentional with and get to know that are, that are speaking already in her life. Maybe it could be a favorite teacher or maybe it could be a coach that your daughter is a part of a sports team and it's their coach. Or maybe if you, it could be their youth pastor or their growth group leader at church. Who can you get to know a little bit better? When you do that, the relationship between your daughter and that adult becomes intentional as well. There's a lot more care and a lot more willingness to help and guide when there's that type of relationship. It, I always say it's like a cyclical relationship between parent, mentor, daughter, parent, mentor, daughter. And we constantly keep these intentional present relationships with them. It doesn't mean, hey, can you go talk to my daughter about this? Honestly, it's how do you make friends with adults and go do that? And then maybe in some conversations, it becomes about your daughter and as that becomes about your daughter, maybe your the mentor can help speak into their life as well, right? So that's what it looks like. And that's what it looks like in my daughter's life. Organic relationships are not forced. Just remember that. It's, it's already there. And it, sometimes it takes time and sometimes it doesn't. It just depends on the personalities involved. Well, Mama, I hope this helps you become a little bit at ease, at least have some action steps for you to reflect on when it comes to that question, am I preparing her enough? You are doing a wonderful job because even asking the question, am I preparing her enough, says that you care enough for your daughter's future, you want the best for her, you love her, and you are doing a wonderful job, mama.
you are not alone. Remember, if this was transformative and helpful, head down below on Apple Podcast and leave a review. It's the biggest thank you I can receive and it blesses me so much. Hey friend, if this podcast inspired you or encouraged you or helped you in any way, I'd love for you to share it. You can screenshot this episode and share it in your stories on social media or text it to a friend who can use the support. It's the best way you can thank me. I want to let other mamas know they are not alone. I'd love to stay connected with you. You can find me on Instagram at Jeannie Baldomero or join my free mom support community at Linktree backslash Jeannie Baldomero. Until next time, live full of grace, Jeannie.